All right, everybody. So um, I'm going to talk about kind of a hot button issue right now in the land of baseball. If you were watching any of the All-Star break or All-Star weekend, you would know that Justin Verlander has been extremely outspoken about the new uh, baseballs that I guess are being put in play. Uh, lots of articles have put been published on all sorts of sports forums and networks talking about how the baseballs are juiced and how that's affecting the sport. Now, I was initially on board with this argument. I believed that this was actually something that was plausible. And I do believe that the baseballs are changed. But I think overall, the statistics that I'm about to present to everyone here will show that it's not as much of an issue as Justin Berlander might make it out to be. I think pitchers are complaining about it because they don't like the way the new ball feels. And Major League Baseball has denied changing the ball. And I'm going to go out and say they're 100% wrong. I think they did change the ball. Um, pitchers have noticed that the laces on the actual ball itself have been kind of cut down so they're not as pronounced, which doesn't allow them to get a good grip on the baseball for their breaking pitches and for basically trying to set up any type of slider or curve or whatever. So it's harder for them to put more spin on the ball and it's harder for them to get those breaking balls like in, like you know out and away or coming down into the zone, dropping balls. So that does supposedly the the way that everyone wants to say is that it makes the balls hang out in the zone a little bit longer and and allows for hitters to get contact on the ball. So basically the conspiracy theory that is the juiced baseball theory is that the major league baseball has changed the composition of the baseball to allow more home runs or hits to happen, which I a hundred percent agree with. But what people are arguing about is that it's causing the game to in fact change drastically, which I am going to argue against. I don't think it is changing the game drastically, but I will say it's probably not helping anything. And I'll explain that as we go on. But first, what I want to talk about is this whole conspiracy theory about baseball changing the balls. If you were to come at me and say, well, Eli, that's bullshit, they wouldn't change the ball. Like Rawlings makes the baseballs. Well, I'll have you know, Rawlings is owned by the Major League Baseball. So... If Rawlings is owned by Major League Baseball, Major League Baseball could tell Rawlings to make a ball however they so choose, and I think they did. So support Supposedly, pitchers that are outspoken about the juice baseball thing in baseball currently are saying that the ball is lighter and that the laces are less pronounced. Again, I talked about how that affects the, the whole entire trajectory of what you're trying to do on the mound. And ultimately, pitchers don't like it because it's weakening their ability to pitch and it's making it easier for hitters to hit. As well as the ball being with laces less pronounced allows the ball to travel further because there's less friction and air resistance as it travels. I'm not going to sit here and talk about physics with everyone here. This isn't a, a TED Talk. But what I will say is this. So home runs are up. Okay, they are. At this point, if you were to take last year's overall regular season statistics and do the math on all the home runs hit there would be 5,585 home runs in total hit in 2018 during the regular season now right now as we sit here at the halfway point 
at the All-Star break, every game, every team has played 90 games. We are looking at, and everyone in Major League Baseball has hit a combined 3,690 home runs in the 2019 regular season at the halfway point, meaning that we are 66% of the way to five. 1,585 home runs, meaning that baseball and meaning that home runs are up 16% from last year. Because if we're at the halfway point, right, that's just math. If we're already at 66% of the way to 5,585, then we're 16% higher than halfway, which is 50%. I'm not going to sit here and explain math to everyone. Anyway, with those statistics saying that we're on pace to break home run records for home runs set in a single season collectively, Right? People would say this is an outrage. We're hitting way more home runs than we were last year. Some of those people who are the pitchers argue that there's more strikeouts, there's more walks, and that actually there's that like less base hits are being hit, more home runs are being hit, and that's affecting the way the game's played. There's not as many runners in scoring position, blah, 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 blah. Well, those statistics are actually false. So I'm going to run through just the overall, right now, the halfway point statistics between 2018 and 2019. So these are based on 2018's full season statistics, and this is 2019's halfway point season statistics, okay? So I will explain the percentages and why they are the way they are. So right now, okay, so in 2018, there were 721 runs, on average, this is an average, okay? Every team hit an average of this. 721 runs, 1,367 hits, 275 doubles, 28 triples, 186 home runs. That was each, if you took all of everyone's statistics and did an average, that's the average team hit that much. Right now, as we sit today, in 2019, at the halfway point, Every team has averaged 430 runs, 773 hits, 157 doubles, 14 triples, and 123 home runs. So what's the big outlier there? The Like I said, home runs are up 66% from last year. Okay, Triples are exactly the same as last year, but everything else is actually up. Runs are up 9%. Hits are up 6%. Doubles are up 7%. So when you look at all of those statistics and people that tell you that with this juice baseball, we're not getting as many base hits anymore because people are hitting the ball out of the park. Yes, that's all. That's true because home runs are up 16%, but overall you are getting doubles. You are getting hits. You are getting runs. Obviously runs going up and home runs going up would like, obviously like, you know, would be corresponding. They would match up. Obviously, you hit a home run, you score a run. So, duh, those two going up together are correct. Hits would go up as well because when you get a hit, that counts as a hit. So, but doubles going up doesn't support the argument of home runs going up because, you know, if you, you don't get a double when you hit a home run, you hit a home run. So, the argument is that pitchers are saying there's less base hits because of all of this crap which is 100% false. In fact, those are up consistently as well. The other argument that pitchers are saying is that uh, overall, there's there's less strikeouts, or there's more strikeouts and more walks. 
Strikeouts are up 6%. So on average, last year, every team's average was 1,374 strikeouts. Right now, we're at 782 strikeouts, so strikeouts are up 6% from last year's statistics. And actually, people were saying that there's more walks based on this because pitchers have less control of the ball, right? This is the theory. Because I don't have control of the ball and I can't make my breaking pitches break the way I want them to, walks are up. That is false. Walks are actually down. We're at 46% of where the walk average was last year. So right now we're at 242 average walks. So that's per team. All the major league teams, all 30 uh, major league teams, have an average of 482 walks. Right out of 2018, the total average, so all the teams added up out of the end of the season, were 523 walks on average per team. So when you do that math, that's 46% of the way there, which means walks are down. Walks are down 4% off of last year's statistics. So that argument doesn't hold up either. So the thing is, though, the major two contributors in that where this where this entire theory holds any type of validity is that home runs are up and they're up drastically. Okay, 16% increase from home runs from the year before is a big increase. That's a lot of home runs. We're on if if you get on that pace, if you were to just double the amount of home runs hit last this year. So we're at 3690 and you were to multiply that by two, we're at 7,380 home runs totally hit. So because we're at the halfway point, you add it by, uh, multiply it by two because we're playing another half of a season, right? We're at 7,380 total home runs hit on the season, right? And you subtract that from 5,585, which is the total hit from last year. That's 1,795 more home runs hit this year than last year. So, yes, 16% is a drastic increase in home runs. That's huge. My The only part of this argument that holds validity to me about the juice baseball theory is that stat alone. Home runs are drastically up. Now, with that being said, I believe that that stat alone is killing the sport. Because if you are a fan of baseball, you like to watch pitchers pitch. You like to watch pitchers that have control. You like to watch pitchers that have to battle these great hitters and try to get strikeouts. Obviously, what I told you about pitchers not having that great of control is false. Walks are down. Strikeouts are up, right? That's that's not a valid stat based on this theory. But what is a valid stat is pitchers are obviously hanging the ball out in the zone because home runs and hits and everything else are up. So when you take that statistic and look at those, you can say, okay, why is this bad for the sport? And that's what I'm going to talk about right now. The reason home runs are bad for the sport is because you don't get to see the pitcher get adva- take advantage of the hitter. It's becoming more of a hitting game, and ultimately, it's making the game longer. Every time a home run is hit, that player has to go around the bags, 
all the way back home. The pitcher, he's frustrated. He kind of walks around the mound. Maybe the manager comes out for a visit, right? Then they talk about it. He calms himself down. Maybe there's a pitching change. Who knows? But every time there's a home run hit, right, that guy has to walk all the way around the bases, which probably takes about, he's trotting. He's not running. He's taking his time. He's admiring his home run, right? The fans are cheering or upset wherever they are, right? That's probably about a three to five minute ordeal every single time. So if home runs are up 16%, meaning that we're hitting more home runs than we ever did before, that means that game times are up. And that is exactly the statistic that we are seeing as the average game time now, as I did baseball, I did a baseball episode, I'd say about maybe 10 or so episodes ago where I talked about baseball. And in that episode, I said baseball times right now are currently at three hours and five minutes. Currently right now, the average time per nine innings is about three hours and 20 minutes. Baseball is taking longer than it's ever taken before. This is why fans aren't watching. I don't have three hours and 20 minutes to spend on my day watching something I'm not a huge fan of. Okay? I talked about this plenty of times before on this channel. And on this platform, you people know that the casual fan is what drives sports. No sporting franchise or team or entity or overall being of a major sports franchise, whatever, you name it, NHL, NFL, MLB, whatever, you go down the list, NBA, they don't care about the hardcore fans. They don't because they know you're going to watch every year regardless. If you eat, sleep, breathe baseball, Major League Baseball never will cater to you because they know you're going to go to the park. You're going to buy the MLB extra innings package. You're going to do all the things to watch all the games and regardless of what happens on television or regardless of how long it takes, you're going to sit there and watch every single inning. You are a minority. Do you understand that? You people who do that, and I'm not shitting on any of you for doing this, when you do this, you are the minority viewer. The majority viewers are the casual fan who isn't the biggest baseball fan, NFL fan, NHL fan, NBA fan. He just watches when it's on. And if he's going to sit there and watch a game where people walk around the bases a long time, sure, it might be high scoring, but let's think about this. If your team's getting crushed 7 to nothing and it's just a home run derby on the other side and the game's taking 3 hours and 20 minutes to finish, you're not watching the rest of it unless you're a hardcore fan. They are alienating the hardcore fan by doing this, and this is why I view this whole experiment as a failure. They're causing games to do the thing that they tried to stop earlier, and that was make games go longer. That's why they're losing fans, and they're losing the, the major market right now, which is millennials. They're losing that market because millennials don't have three hours and 20 minutes to give. They can't even stay focused on one thing for longer than a few minutes. Right? Watch anyone in public today. If they're sitting somewhere, just sitting outside, sitting on a bench, sitting wherever, they they can't go five seconds without looking at their phone. So 
all their attention is being driven to a little mini computer that they walk around with in their pocket, which means they have no business caring about what's going on out there in the sports world. That's just the majority of, my, of millennials today, and that's the people who are in the major market of sports right now, who the sports should be targeting. But millennials don't have that time to do that. They just don't. So that's where Major League Baseball is is failing right now with this whole juice ball theory, which I believe, yes, it is happening. No, it's not happening to the extent of what people want to believe it, but the biggest stat of all is that home runs are up so spectacularly higher than they were last year that it's causing the game to be longer. And that's exactly what they should stop doing. They don't want the game to be longer. Listen, the one of the reasons why soccer is so popular is because not in America, but outside of America is because the game lasts 90 minutes or it's supposed to. Now we can argue that VR has changed that in soccer, but the entire thing is I know after 90 minutes the referee might give them maybe 5 minutes of extra time, 8 minutes of extra time and then the game's over. Unless it's a tie and it goes to extra time, whatever. But I'm talking about the majority, right? It's going to take 90 minutes. That's what makes soccer great, right? Is that all the fans know, okay, after 90 minutes of this, I'm going to go on with my day. I am a hardcore NFL fan, if you haven't noticed, but I am. So I'll watch a game that takes four hours. I'll watch a game that takes six hours. I don't care. I'm watching it. But I'm a minority in that regard. I am the smallest minority. They have a problem. Major League Baseball has a problem. Less fans are going to watch and less fans are watching on television. Because those the major factor of that, all of it, is that it takes way too long. No one wants to sit there for three hours and 20 minutes, right? Unless it's a Saturday and you got nothing to do. But guess what? They don't just play on Saturdays. They have 160 games to play. They play way more than just on Saturday. They play on Tuesdays. They play on Thursdays. They play on Fridays. They play on Mondays. They play whatever. So if you're a working person, you can't go watch a game on a Monday night. You might put it on your TV at night and, you know, sit down and watch. But come 9 o'clock or 8 o'clock, you're probably going to go to bed. You got work in the morning. No one has time to watch three-hour games. So ultimately, this juice ball stat and this juice ball thing is harming baseball. It's not helping. They thought having more home runs would be more interesting for the casual fan. People would like to watch home runs. People like watching the home run derby. The home run derby has has been more popular and more popular the last five years. They've changed the rules. They made it a tournament style. It's gotten more people to watch. But the thing is, People don't want to watch a home run derby in a game because, like I said, it increases the amount of time the game is on television. It increases the amount of time you spend in the ballpark, and people have lives. Three hours and 20 minutes is a lot of time for anyone. Most people don't have three hours and 20 minutes to just spend at a ballpark where you're spending money as well. People don't have that time. So 
that's what Major League Baseball needs to get through their heads. This experiment is failing, and it's costing them fans. And sure, they can look at the bright side of the statistic and be like, wow, home runs are up 66%. Why isn't our viewership up? I'm telling you right now that's the reason. And they'll never change. They'll never change ways to speed up the game. Okay? The biggest way to speed up the game, and I talked about this a little bit yesterday, is the fact that why are we even still employing umpires behind the plate? If a computer can tell me that a strike is perfect, and it's in the box, and it's in the zone, and it's a strike, it's a strike. I shouldn't have an old man sit back there and have to be like, no, he's out. No, he's that was a ball. No, I think that was a strike. Right, and then the, then the uh, then the manager comes out and argues the call. The the batter steps out of the box to argue the call. The catcher might argue the call because it was a strike and not a ball. Right, these are all things that take time. If you just eliminated him and eliminated any type of any type of umpire uh, out there, and just had computers do it, you wouldn't have to challenge if a runner was safe at first. You wouldn't have to challenge if a runner was safe at home. You wouldn't have to do any of that. The computer would automatically know he's safe, he's out. It's a strike, it's a ball. That speeds the game up rapidly. We have the technology right now currently sitting in everybody's house when they watch baseball. The TV tells you if the ball was a strike or if it was a ball. And if you can ever get mad when the ball, when it's a definitely a strike, you just painted a corner and then the umpire strike zone different from the computer strike zone, so he calls it a ball. That's frustrating and annoying and would speed up the game if they brought technology into baseball. I am not a proponent of of making everything like a technological advancement. I don't think that sports and technology need to go hand in hand necessarily. But what I do believe is that in the essence of speeding up the game, yes, they can make baseball move faster if you don't have any challenges because the computer would always get the right call. It's not hard. This isn't like football where inches make up Certain, you know, inches end up making yards and yards end up converting the ball. It's not like that. This is a game of you're out, you're safe, it's a strike, it's a ball. It's very concise. Everything is concise. There's rules. If it's in this zone, it's an out. Or if it's in here, it's a strike. Or if it's outside of here, it's a ball. If your foot touches the bag before the ball touches the catcher's glove who's on the bag, you're safe. These are all concise rules that computers can measure speed, light, you know, physics, it's all plausible and it's all available right now, currently, and we could all literally have instant access and instant knowledge of how any of this stuff works and how everything is called exactly as it's supposed to be speeding the game up drastically. And the fact that we don't do this is baffling. And the fact that we continue to allow the Major League Baseball to employ a bunch of like 70-year-old men who probably can't see very well to do the job is is beyond me. Think about it. Have you how many times you've been in a baseball game where somebody comes up to argue a call and play has to stop, right? Or a manager comes out and starts screaming at an ump and gets tossed. Sure, maybe that only takes four or five minutes, but that's four or five minutes longer on the total amount of a three hour game. Not to mention if the game goes into extras or the game is tied, whatever, right? It. it it causes the game to go longer than it needs to be, and they can eliminate things that make it slow down. 
I, I don't, I just don't know. I think honestly, we are at a point where baseball itself was slowly going to start fading away. These, they're at a point now where you see these big money contracts that are being handed out because they have the money to give them out now. But I think later on, baseball is going to start losing revenue and they're not going to be able to pay these players, these $400 million contracts. I just see this as, as a, as a, it's a failing business venture because of the way this generation works now, because we want everything so quick and spontaneously, because we're constantly on our phones and have access to the internet and can watch high speed videos and all sorts of stuff instantaneously that no one wants to sit down and watch a game for three hours and 20 minutes. That's just the way it is. That's just the way the world is moving to right now. And I don't say when I say no one, I obviously don't mean everyone. There is a niche of of hardcore baseball fans who would sit there and watch, but that's a very small niche. Just like I admit that I'm a very small niche of an NFL fan that would sit and watch every game, regardless of how long it is. But again, I talked about that earlier. The, they don't cater to you. They don't cater to the minority fan who who likes the sport enough to watch it all the time. That's not the niche. The majority of everyone is a casual fan. They need the casual fan. The casual fan is what makes sports go round. If you can't entice the casual fan to sit down and watch, you're not getting revenue and you're failing. And that's what we see all around the league. I talked about this earlier. There are things I would do drastically different to change baseball to make it more exciting. Drastically. I would, one, install a salary minimum. Make every team have to spend at least X amount of money to play in the league. You can't have what you have now, what I talked about in my baseball episode a few uh, episodes back. The drastic difference in pay when one team pays, you know, fields a team that costs them $180 million and another team co- uh, fields a team that costs them $64 million. That's absurd. You can't do that. That's drastically changing how the competition of the league is right now. You need a salary minimum. You don't need a cap because you'll never get the big market teams to agree with that. You need a minimum. You need everyone to contribute to a better product on the field. Second thing that you need to change, as well as as long as as well ugh, excuse me, as well as everything I just already said. Second thing you need to change is you need to change the way the playoff system works. Explain to me why in baseball, every time you play a series, it's three or four game series, yet when you go to a wild card, it's a one game play-in. That makes zero sense because it all comes down to the best pitcher. Can he throw, can your ace come out there and give win you a game? Obviously, your ace can probably win you a game, but can your entire pitching staff win you a series? Because that's how we measure every other playoff. Why are we in this wild card one game play-in? What they should do is this. Make it so the very first game you play is a doubleheader. So you play one game, then you immediately play another game. If one team wins both the double both doubleheaders, so they win the first game and the immediate second game, there is no third game. If it's a tie in the doubleheader, it goes to a third game where that game becomes a play-in game. That's the way it should be. That would not take you that long. You already play doubleheaders during the regular season. It's nothing that you haven't, you don't already do. Make them play a doubleheader. If the winner wins both games, they move on. If it's a tie, it goes to another game where they play one game playing. That's it. You change that, playoffs become more exciting. You encourage teams 
that who to be those wild card upsets because we don't see many, many, very many of them. Because if one team who isn't in a wild card spot has the better pitcher, they're going to win, and that's not the way it should be. You should make it. You should make yourself have to prove it with two pitchers, your two best pitchers. It would be way more exciting. It would be better for the sport. So again. Those are my recommendations to baseball. That's my whole take on this whole juice ball theory. Please let me know what you think. If you think I'm wrong, you can message me at Instagram at the rant with Eli. You can message me on Twitter at the rant Eli. You can email me at the rant Eli at gmail.com. Please follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram. Um, please continue to share the podcast. I appreciate everybody's support. Uh, it's at 300 and almost 50 some total views on all my episodes. I'm getting some good publicity and I appreciate everyone who's helped me so far and shared the podcast with their friends and everyone who continues to listen when I put out new content. Again, if you agree, if you disagree with me, please reach out to me on any of my social media platforms. Again, that's the rant with Eli at Instagram. That's at the rant Eli on Twitter and that at the rant Eli at gmail.com. Email me. Let me know what you think. Again, I thank everybody for listening, and I'll see you guys when I see you.